0: back, everybody. You are listening to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. I am Russ, Xbox Live, Toaster 360. He is Steve, Xbox Live, Steveovich. And we'll never forget, in episode 190 today, September 11th, 2020, we're gonna be up with each other and then going right into our topic of the day, which is Marvel's Avengers first impressions, which you can fast forward to if you look at the timestamps located in the section of iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, etc. Otherwise, keep on listening. Happy Friday, Steve. Happy Friday to you. Happy friggin Friday. Mm. The week has gone by a bit quicker than usual, which is nice considering right? that we had Monday off. That we did not labor. Exactly. It, it was good. You know, I must say it was actually perfect timing because I had a feeling on Friday, because if you recall, I had a four day weekend, Steve. Now I have a three week, I had a four <sighs> day weekend, but I got to tell you, all of a sudden out of the blue, I started getting heart palpitations while I was just Ooh. sitting there. I was trying to, I was trying to actually do some, some work or even though I had the day off <laughs> and suddenly my body just wasn't having it. And I ended up going into the bedroom for a few hours, just turned the lights off, got in bed, didn't even look at my phone. Even looking at my phone, I I felt like I was having a little bit of a, a minor panic attack of sorts. I think my body just said, was, was telling me you need to unplug. You need to not literally not think about anything, which was surprising, but I think it was because of the amount of of work that's been going on, but not just the work. I think also just all the chaos going on uh, within the country and that sort of thing. And I don't want to go down a a path of all that stuff, but I think...
1: Uncertainty.
0: Yeah, there's just, you know, the the coronavirus stuff and the wildfires in California and Washington and Oregon. I mean, it's like the whole West Coast is on fire and... um, I don't know. I, I think the, it, it's tough also to to see my fellow Americans. Just I, I I'll just put it this way. I hate election years. I just hate them. <laughs> I despise them. And I really, I think like when you add all that stuff up, it, it's just not. It's good. It's not good for your well being. You know what I mean? So I was glad. I think uh, the timing was
1: perfect when that came about. Well run. Uh, uh-huh. That sounds that's a little disconcerting Ross. I hope that does, I I hope you don't have any more panic attacks. Well, like I said, it wasn't like a full-on panic attack. It was one of those minor ones mm-hmm. where like you, you was get it, was it mental or was it like I'm having a panic attack or my heart's going to explode, one of the two. No, no, no. no. It was
0: it, it was just it was the heart palpitations thing. It's like when you're when you're not you're, you're, well, when you're attempting to do something productive and then your body kind of physically responds to it and you, you're not able to focus how you normally focus, that sort of thing. And so... I just call
1: that lethargic.
0: No, lethargic <laughs> is when you're just being like lazy. You don't want to move. This is different in the sense where there is a stress component that is that is also attributed to it. So it's, it's one of those things where like, I, I mean, I'm not one who is prone to to have those types of things. In fact, I could probably count on one hand in my entire life how many times I've actually had that kind of like panic attack kind of uh, thing that, that ensues. But um, yeah, I, I, I was able to make a mental note of it, identify what it was, and literally it was, all I needed to do was just lay down and take it easy for a few
1: hours. Then I was right as rain. Well, okay then. I have not had anything like that happen to me, but I have had a knot in my back <laughs> all week long. I don't know how I slept over the last weekend, but was on- it a slip knot? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Actually, it slipped from one side to the other side, to be honest, oh. because it was on the left side. And it was kind of going down, like, right near my shoulder blade. And I'm like, uh. So I used, like, some grinding on it. And I was like, thumbs. And I'm like, get it out of there. And so I was able to grind it out of the, of the left side. And then it moved to the right side. And it's, like, all the way down my neck, into my shoulder. And then, like, it Ys off. It goes down my, like, an upside down Y. It goes down my neck. And then it splits off to go in my shoulder. And then down past my shoulder blade. Weird. It's Odd. But I've been grinding on that one, too. And I think I'm getting the better hand. You're quite the grinder. That's right, Russ. I like to grind on it. Never mind. (laughs) That's
0: gross. (laughs) (laughs) So what have you been playing? Well, I have been playing a ton of Ghost of Tsushima. I'm sure you have. In fact, what was really funny was that I had a... That That sounds really funny. Well... Uh, so I have to, I have to pause myself and back a little bit. Jeez. I've actually been doing quite a bit of streaming on YouTube. Just hmm. I've realized chronicling it. my, my ghost of Tsushima adventures. Ah. And uh, what was really funny was the, I think, I don't know if it was the most recent time or the time before I put in like three hours in one sitting of oh. playing through the game. And I had lots of entertaining. I, I mean, I felt it was entertaining uh, commentary as I was playing through the game, so I go to review it after it all is said and done, and I f- totally didn't know that I had my mute button on the entire time. That's so, great, luckily, the uh, action on screen is in fact very entertaining. But I'm just kind of bummed because there were several moments that I thought, "Oh, this is this is fun. I'm I'm having fun, hamming
1: it up here for mm. the uh, viewers and that sort of thing." No. It was not recorded. Well, well, I know that's happened in the past. I think it happened to me on Resident Evil. Really? I was yelling and screaming and all this stuff, and I looked down, and it's like, you muted the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, well, that Twitch sucked.
0: <laughs> I've been having a blasty blast, though, playing through the game. I'm in Act 3. Are you in Act 3? I don't think you are. I was watching you a little bit, and I think you're in Act 2.
1: I am i I'm taking my sweet time.
0: As am I.
1: I don't think you are. I, I think have you. been
0: going to just about all the different <laughs> yeah. side oh, missions I can right.
1: find. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know what? Okay, I I know why. Oh, I know why. Well, I would have been. I would have been in Act three oh. also. But except I started playing Avengers before uh, you did. Uh, and so all that time uh, that you've been getting ahead, I was planning for the show uh-oh.
0: so that I
1: could have a little more experience. That
0: might be, Steve. That might be. <coughs> At the same time, though, mm-hmm. I have been putting a lot of time into playing Ghost of Tsushima, regardless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what we were on that, like, I'm mono. we mono yeah, i am telling you,
0: Steve, it's a lot of fun. It is, it is a fun game. It is one of my favorite games of uh, the year. And I, I got to say, I am a big fan of how much time and TLC uh-huh. they put into the the culture. Yes. I'm just a fan of the
1: Japanese. Oh, well, I am too. I love
0: the <laughs> there, Japanese. There you go. But I, I'm telling you, though, like in this game. They make good sushi. They Well, they make terrific <laughs> sushi. They're the ones who invented sushi. <laughs> but in terms of, of like the, the costume design in the game, I yeah. had no, I was not prepared. Yes. For the sheer volume of wardrobe options in this title. Uh-huh. And I must say, all of them, Right. Are so well thought out. It's, you know, sometimes like you play, like, for instance, I'll play Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a great game. Insomniac did a fantastic job. And I really appreciated how many costumes they had for Spidey in Spider-Man. There are a lot. Mm -hmm. Having said that, though, there are certain costumes that really, you know, they're not my style. I I, I did not feel compelled Mm -hmm. to wear them as Peter Parker. There are certain ones that I gravitated towards, and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with There's it. There's nothing wrong with it. But that. I will say, when it comes to Ghost of Tsushima, Steve, that I'm compelled to want to wear each and every outfit that I come across, and even kind of combine the the different, you know, helmets hmm. with the armor of with uh, the, the different. Uh, Sword sheath? Sure, Russ. And I noticed you've kind of done the same thing. I've noticed uh-huh. you cross-pollinating some of your little <laughs> items here and there. But, I mean, I think that's a strong testament to Sucker Punch because they no. really did. Man, they put a lot of time I and really effort did. into all of these different outfits Yeah, to the point where, like, I, I feel as though I, I can't wear one particular outfit for too long because I feel like I'm doing the other outfits a disservice.
1: Yeah, I know you were wearing,
0: like, the clan armor. I love the clan armor. And you you were, called me a
1: samurai jackalope or something like that. I oh, you're wearing the oh, clan no, jackalope armor. Jackalope, Simon. Is that, is that what you said? Jackalope samurai. Jackalope samurai. Because you had like this helmet. Like look, yeah, deer <laughs> horns. Like yeah, okay. But okay. So then one time, so I told you I was in the traveler. Um, yes. So uh, uh-huh. and you were in the clan armor, and then I started watching you, and then you changed your clothes into like. The I don't I forgot. It was like the robes. It was like the, the what, what, what you get after you you meet Raizu. That kind of armor. Oh, that was a while ago I though. know it's a while that's ago. The, I think that's
0: the Ronin armor. And
1: then yes, it's the Ronin armor. And it's Thank not really armor, it's
0: just an outfit.
1: Uh, right. Okay, fine, whatever. It was the Ronin. Yes. And then later on, I kept on saying, Yeah, I'm in the Traveler's Armor. And then you changed into the Traveler's Armor. I I did, yeah,
0: I, I did briefly because I had forgotten about that particular uh, outfit. And then on top yeah. of that I realized I could upgrade the Traveler's You could outfit. upgrade all the armor. I know, but at the time when I first when I, I really only had, like, I think two outfits. Uh-huh. I, it didn't occur to me that you could, in fact, upgrade the Traveler outfit. I thought uh-huh. that, that that was just kind of what you started with, and then from there on out, every, like, actual, like, set of armor could actually be upgraded. But of course it could. I'm glad to have discovered that, oh, the Traveler outfit, too, can be upgraded. So I did. <clears throat> I've upgraded it at least once, if not twice by now. Okay. But I will say that I don't really wear the Traveler's outfit too much through my my career in this game. Because, the, again, there are so many other outfits, and I find myself just wanting to change back and forth. Having said that, though, I do feel compelled to want to stick mostly with the Sakai family armor because it is my father's. I want to make sure I'm representing properly.
1: Of course. Well, have you got the the, the Gotaku armor yet? Which one is that? That's the one where you help out all the farms. Uh, what does it look like? <sighs> I was describing it to you last time where it looks kind of, it's kind of like the clan armor, but it's a little more flowy. Yeah. <sighs> I, I don't. Gonna, I don't know if I have Steve. Well, you haven't been watching me, then I guess. Recently, I've, well, no, I've, I've been. I actually, I, I
0: know the one you speak of because I was watching you, Steve. Oh. Now I did get this one that I think is awesome. It's one of my favorites, and it's the. I think I may have mentioned this in the last episode, but it's orange, gold, and white, with a little bit of black in there too. But like, um, it has like a like a white lion's mane that comes down the the back. Have you seen that? That's
1: what I have.
0: Yeah. That, is that the farmer one you're describing or not? Yeah. Okay, so I do, in fact, have that one. Ooh! And I am very satisfied with that one, Steve. So it's, you, it's got all, you
1: got all the keys, then?
0: Yes, I got ah! all the keys. That's definitely a very, very fine piece of
1: armor, if I do say so myself. So you got the one, like, at the helmet where the the like the horns went straight up? Because that that's the way it is at first. The horns go straight up, and then you upgrade it again, and then it comes, like like this wolf's mane or like white lion's mane behind it.
0: Yeah, well, and I think that in the description it talks about tiger. There's a tiger sure, reference or something in there.
1: Sure, one of cat fearful. I will don't tell you that eaten. I
0: did in fact upgrade it and maxed it out immediately. So did the whole you? horn thing was shortly lived if I remember what the, I don't even remember what that what that uh-huh. particular one looks like because I totally maxed out the armor and uh, it's pretty cool. Having said that though. Okay. I am still, I, I, I've i been ping-ponging back and forth between that and the Ronin outfit and the family Sakai outfit. Uh-huh. I recently got some other kind of outfit thingy as well. I'm very pleased to inform you, Steve. Mm-hmm. I have officially unlocked all abilities in the different sections. Have you? So I'm very happy to tell you that, I, you know, if you recall, I was trying to figure out where to get that whole, like, put your sword on fire thing. Yeah. It's in Act 3, Steve. So I don't okay. want you to waste your time unnecessarily trying to find it, thinking I, that, oh, it's got to be around here somewhere. Right,
1: no, I got it.
0: Because we did talk about before previously we how did. we had encountered enemies that had the ability. Like and that's what was making flint or something on the sword exactly yeah and i was well you know i was thinking okay it has to be around here somewhere because everybody else has got it so <laughs> why, why can't we find it i did have a, i will tell you steve i did have a bit of a uh um, oopsie daisy kind of moment well it wasn't really it kind of was but it wasn't what happened so i came across the monk that helps to start that particular quest Uh and he was very cold Uh and he was trying to start a fire Uh but he was unsuccessful Uh somehow the game gave me the option to either start the fire for him or speak to him and I thought well he clearly is having trouble starting the fire so I will start the fire and then I will say hello being the good Samaritan that I am apparently you're not supposed to do that (laughs) Because when I started talking to him, he then started saying how, oh, I can't start the fire. My hands are too (laughs) (laughs) cold. And I'm like, no, dude, I started the fire. It's already, it's it's roaring. It's looking great. And then they came a little thing of saying, oh, I'll start it for you. And I'm like, "Uh, I've already started it and uh, I was unable to continue down that quest because the game was waiting for me to start that fire, even though I had already, in fact, started the So fire. what happens if you just, like,
1: choose to start it again? It doesn't give you the
0: option to start it again. And I was thinking, maybe I could, like, throw some snow on it and make it go out. <laughs> no, nope, can't do that either. So I literally have no idea how, I mean, like, like, there was one evening in particular I couldn't, go any farther with that. I had to go choose something else and I was doing things like oh maybe I'll I'll unselect this mission and select another side mission or something. Activate that and then maybe it'll reset itself. Nope. I I think I literally had to like exit out of the game completely. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I had to pop in Marvel's Avengers and so that of course just emptied out Ghost of Tsushima from the PS4's cache and memory and everything else. And then when I came back in, I think that helped to, to reset that. So luckily, uh, that, that wasn't an ongoing issue because that would have been pretty crappy if like I had to go through the entire well, rest of the would game have been crappy. and then I could never actually earn, which, by the way, that's, that's not an easy one, Steve. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. It's, it's pretty uh, challenging, so it felt good to
1: have been able to unlock it. Well then, so I have a question for you then. So before we were talking, I asked if you had this helmet, which uh, has horns that kind of come out to a long crescent. And you were saying you had the helmet that came up to a, a short crescent. You're like, it's a crescent moon that's going to point it up. I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of like outward. Like you can get another helmet where the horns come out in this very wide, but kind of wide crescent, I guess you could say. and You're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I just have the crescent. Well, since we're talking about this here, let me grab my PS4 controller, because I have the TV on. It's currently oh, paused. it's right, it's right there. there. G- give me just a second, Steve. Let me
0: see what I have, what it is that you're describing here.
1: I guess I'll just talk to myself for a minute as you're walking over there. I'd like to think that I have something that you do not have. Just <laughs> like i really? guess we'll find out okay so yeah you have to go to the gear uh, and yes. then you have to go down to outfit down to outfit okay i'm in outfit and then you have to go to the okay it's not that one uh, so am i going into helmets uh yeah okay and what's it called? Um I forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you <laughs> realize I have a lot of helmets. You just keep going Russ. You would recognize it if you saw it. Not that one. Oh, that one forever. looks like a ninja. I'm going to like you're totally spoiling. That's the work, that's the one right this one here? No. Damn. This one here. Yes, that's dude. I have been describing that to you forever. I, th- that's one of the the ones I got early on. Remember, I told you the whole crescent moon thing. Yeah, I know, but there's one that's another crescent moon that I was just pointing upward. That one's pointing wide. Well, th-
0: this is this is one of the first ones that I, I know I've had totally, it for a long
1: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. Were, you were saying they, they they were like horns. I'm like, no, they're not horns. Well, it's, not it's not
1: a moon. Yeah, that that's totally what it is. It's not See, necessarily, necessarily it's, a moon. That
0: is totally an, uh, a a crescent moon that is placed. See how it's offset there? Like that, That's not, those aren't horns. And, well, I'm trying to
1: describe it. <laughs> to me, it does not look like a moon. <sighs>
0: oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Well, yes, I'm glad we were able to put that to rest because... Um, there is uh, a lot in here and we we've been discussing that particular um detail for quite a while. Like I was thinking maybe it was like something like this no. you were talking go, Okay, about. go up. Scroll up. No, there. I'm not going up, I'm going down. No, yeah, I'm gonna I have all it's kinds of like stuff. G. I.
1: Joe. Some Let's of those see. outfits.
0: Yeah, here. This is the Gosaku thing I was describing. So yeah. you
1: you have that, right? Yeah. Okay, good.
0: That's good. So anyway, I just, man, I have a lot. Oh, I don't want to see that. Uh,
1: (laughs) This one's a lot of
0: fun, too. I'm a fan Um, of the moss straw hat. It's very nice. Do you have that one, Steve? No, I
1: don't. I don't
0: really care about that one. (laughs) Do you have have this one, Steve? This one's Uh, pretty nice. Pretty, pretty striking. Russ, I've been wearing Uh that one. Oh, you've been wearing that one. Good for you, Steve. That's good. That's real good. So anyway... Been playing this. I'm hoping that perhaps I'll be able to uh, complete this game over the weekend. We'll see if I have time oh, for it we'll or see not. If you have time for that one. And other than that, I have um, what am I, I well, of course, you know, Legends of Runterra, but mm. I will say I have not been playing it as much. Right. There have been other games that have been occupying my time. And so my gameplay attention toward uh, Legends of Runeterra has diminished a bit. Have you been playing that, Steve? No, I have not. Now, I will say that in terms of some other things that are not necessarily playing a game or watching a game or watching a movie... Um, did you check out that trailer that I sent over for Shadow Warrior 3?
1: I have not. I noticed you sent oh. it. I have not watched it yet. Oh, you disappoint me. Yes. Pretty typical.
0: <laughs> so, this was one of the things that came out of nowhere. Like, I wasn't even trying to look for this at all. I, I think I was actually on YouTube and I was doing a search for something completely different. And it was one of those videos that pops up on sure, the home screen. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, what is this? Because, like, the, the thumbnail looked like <sighs> one of those, like, Sekiro slash Black Myth Wukong slash Ghost of Tsushima slash Neo 2. I mean, like, it's right within that kind of looks. So I was like, okay, what is this? I have never played the first two games. I, I have no idea uh, what this game is about, so I checked it out. Man, I cannot wait to play that game. Oh, can you? Is by, um, a, a, once again, it's from a developer that I've never heard of before. I think they're kind of in Eastern Europe somewhere. I think, um, I want to say Poland or something like that. Hmm. Anyway, the character's personality is really fun. And there are all kinds of, of voiceover comments that he's making while he's fighting. And this is a first person, Uh, it's a shooter slash, well, well, it's it's, it's a first person shooter slasher. I, <laughs> okay. I gotta say, because you have this really awesome old world looking katana sword that you have, but you also have a bunch of other weapons. You have kind of like your, your your old school stick shooter and shotgun that sort of thing. But then you come across a lot of these like fantastical weapons as you vanquish various enemies, and, and the the idea of the world, as I understand it, is. You have this, this, this buddy of yours who's older than you, kind of like a sensei kind of person, and, and you have this really funny, um, lovingly combative relationship with each other. And you're having to go through and, and take out all these different like like you know, Japanese demons and creatures and stuff. But there's like there's always this sense of humor. It's like this offbeat kind of, of approach to everything, but it works. Like I'm watching it mm. and the the game is incredibly bloody and gruesome and guts everywhere and everything else. And the game art direction, in my opinion, is really strong. I, I, I was very impressed by the visuals of it. And so the game is supposed to come out, I think, in 2021. Hmm. I'm, per- about right. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's gonna come out on PC first, but then People are. I was doing some research, and people have been saying that there's a very good chance it'll come out for PS5 and Xbox sure. Series X, just yeah. simply because the previous two titles did the same thing, where it started out on PC, then it came to console. So I'm really looking forward to that game, and for, it, it's one of those situations where I'm, I'm kind of dumbfounded as to like why I've never heard of this, why we haven't even seen. Really, I mean, do you recall seeing Shadow Warrior Three? As part of one of the E3 lineups? Oh, I
1: probably did. I don't know.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> I have a feeling like, like if they showed that, I would have remembered that. I would have at least put an asterisk next to it um, among all the, the, the titles of each one of the lineups. I don't recall seeing that at all. And now that I have, it's... it's. I'm telling you, it's right up there. I'll put it right next to um, Black Myth Wukong, where... I am absolutely excited to play the game. I think it's a wonderful time right now. If you're a fan of kind of like the whole ninja samurai action game genre, just because this is yet another game that looks like it's like super good quality. It's right up my alley. And, um, oh man, I, I really, I wish you would have seen it. Cause I wanted oh, to I'm get your, sorry. Takeover. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll have to do a to-be-continued conversation on that in the next episode, because I really yeah. do. I, I want to see what you think about it. Hmm. And one of the other things, too, that I thought was kind of funny about this particular week is that there was an apparent leak uh, of uh, the Xbox Series X information. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was a leak, or do you think that was an intentional leak by Microsoft?
1: I think at this point it was probably intentional.
0: That was kind of my feeling on the the matter as well. I just I don't know. I, I think that it's too convenient for them to do that. Where like all of a sudden there was like a, a happenstance of a oh some info got leaked somehow some way. Now we're just gonna like release I'm like eh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think honestly I think they got tired of waiting on Sony to come out with their details. I really do. I think that. There was a a news article where I think Phil Spencer, if I'm not mistaken, was talking about how they were planning on releasing this information next week. Eh, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. However, we now know that the, the Xbox series X will be 500 bucks. Yeah. Which I think was right in line with some of the, the, uh, pricing. We were talking about big baby moose. Yeah. The, the price predictions. Yeah. Talked about that a few I,
1: months ago. I think we were saying it was going to be about five hundred bucks, yeah. right? Actually, I think I said it was going to be five hundred. You said it was going to be five fifty. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I. I wonder if I. You know, <laughs> I. There may be yeah. a chance
0: that, that I have my uh, my notes still from that, Steve. I'm not exactly sure. Mm. But I, I'm, I'm taking a quick gander to see if I wrote down. Because I do have a bunch of uh, of questions. Let's see here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I don't think I do.
1: Uh, that's a bummer. I thought I did.
0: Anyway, what I was not prepared for is the additional system that they announced costing $300. It's the Xbox Series S, I think is, is what yeah, they're calling it. They were it. talking
1: about that. Were they? Yeah. Well, I mean, not like early on, but later on, they're like, yeah, we're going to have another system like that too. We have another, where it's going to be no disk drive, just a all digital dealy-do. It's got to be, you know, the, the, the hardware is kind of more in line with what PlayStation has to offer. It's going to be cheaper, yada, yada, yada. And so, uh, yeah, I figured that would be, that would, actually, I thought they weren't going to call it the, I could be mistaken. It could I could be overlapping my, details here but i thought they were going to call it the xbox lockhart
0: i have no idea i was co- actually complaining to a friend earlier in the week about how i just cannot stand this naming convention yeah that the name up sucks. with sucks i mean like, like i can't keep track of xbox one xbox one s xbox one x now we have xbox series s xbox series x i'm like guys
1: then, I long for the day
0: <laughs> when we actually had
1: really cool original names for our consoles. It's not, Then it's going to be, like, two years from now, it's going to be Xbox Series
0: Well, one, hopefully, one hopefully it's not going to be that. <laughs> I mean, like
1: my thing is, is, like, I keep thinking back
0: to the good old days of, like, how every system that came out got its own own identity. It wasn't tied to like some sort of lineage. It's literally like the same thing of like when a father names their kid the same name as theirs and they call him Junior or the third or the fourth. It's like, okay, I can kind of understand why there would be motivation for that, but at the same time, it's like give your kid their own identity, like like that's gonna be so confusing if you have. Imagine if you have like four kids all named John. Yeah, John. Oh, yeah. This, is, this is John the Fourth. <laughs> you know, as opposed to PS4. You know, I'm like guys, like like your original names, Xbox and PlayStation. Those were cool names. I'm sure you have the money to be able to hire folks to come up with names, and not to mention the fact that we've we've actually talked also about how even the project code names of various systems those are cool names they, are. they should have just stuck with like Scorpion are you kidding me or
1: Scorpio Xbox Scorpio project Scorpio project Scorpio yeah see I, I like that or wasn't there a, it was wasn't there a scarlet in there somewhere
0: Pro, yeah there was a, there was a project Scar, uh, Scarlet as well um, there was a katana from one of the the manufacturers I don't remember which one it was was
1: it Nintendo maybe
0: yeah I I, I really like. A lot of what they're doing now i will say the nintendo switch is a fun name i do if i were to look at the current gen i do like that name kudos to nintendo for that but the but in terms of this numerical thing from sony and then i don't even know what microsoft is doing but and and especially like how they keep like all the names sound the same i sound like an old man don't i a little bit, yes. Russ. I, I, I sound a, a, a little ancient right
1: uh, now. I just wanted to get if you if you were having a panic attack coming. I just wanted you to let it out. No, Russ. no, 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 no. That's why you to no, let no, it no, out. No, 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 no. Uh, no,
0: no, nothing but Zen over here. <laughs> not, 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 nothing bad uh, going on. But going back to the fact that they did announce the details of it, I was doing some research and I ended up um, registering on the different sites. Like Amazon and sure, GameStop, is that what you did? Best Buy, Target, yeah, all yeah. of them, just to be made aware of when said console was actually going to become available on September twenty second, twenty second, yes, yes. Russ, yeah. And uh, wait, 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 hold on a second, huh? Yeah, because because it's it's supposed to be available for pre order on September twenty second, and then it actually gets released on November tenth. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve, you're gonna get one right away? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna pre-order yeah, one? Yeah,
1: you know, I think it will, Russ. Ah, yeah. I don't know about the PlayStation. Yeah. I don't know about if I had the funds to pre-order both, but Well, uh,
0: one of the things I was thinking about was how I don't think you have to really put down a ton of cash I up front. No, but that was get, one of the things that was
1: concerning me. Yeah, I know. But okay, so you go, Okay, here's ten bucks for you on the PlayStation. Here's 10 bucks for you on the Xbox. And then when they both come out, I'm going to spend 900 bucks or a thousand bucks <laughs> all together. It's still a big chunk, Russ. It
0: is a big chunk, especially considering that I don't think there are any titles that are like must play on there uh, for either console, really, when it comes to launch. In fact, mm. I don't even think Ratchet and Clank for the PS5 is going to be released on launch day. Mm. I heard something about how yeah. they came out and said, it will be within the launch window of the consoles. Like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean it's not going to be out for another three months or something? But that's considered, quote, unquote,
1: the launch window? Yeah, I, I'm just tired of everybody having better systems than me. I, everyone has, <laughs> like, a, uh, an Xbox One S or One
0: X. Well, not only that, Steve. I was also thinking about how it's time for I mean, I mean, I know you have yourself a 4K TV and that, that's yeah. very good. You know, I'm, I'm happy for you. However, I am still rocking a 1080p TV, and I really do believe that when it comes time for the systems to get dropped, I may have to upgrade the old television mm-hmm. just to be sure that I'm getting the proper experience of the next-gen consoles.
1: Well, you've been mentioning it for quite a few shows.
0: I know. I know. I, I find it more and more of a determination, I guess you could Mm. say, to be able to to speak to it with more confidence and more
1: resolution, Mm. I should say. Uh, Is there anything else that you have been playing, Steve, or watching? Well, I have been playing much more Avengers than you've been playing. Mm. Of course, that came out right after we finished recording the previous episode and so I started playing it that night. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but, uh, you know, I, so I, I have been thinking a lot about playing Ghost of Sheets. She- so have you been thinking really sushi. hard about it, Steve? Been thinking about it. I'm actually, it a lot, lot of thought. I, only, I only played it on Wednesday night, actually this week.
0: Only once. See? Okay. Only once. There you go, Steve. There you go. I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima, I would say, this week, probably four nights. (laughs) I've been playing
1: six of the five nights. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Why does that sound wrong? Uh, let's see. So, I, my my wife and I are almost done with the last season of 24. Oh, Good for you, Steve. We're going to finish up the third disc. We only have one more disc left for us, and that's it. I still cannot
0: recall if I have actually seen the last season of 24 or not, because I think, didn't they, like, take a break for a while, and then they came out several years later with, like, oh, we're actually going to do another season.
1: They are doing a new season, but I think that was, that was, like, years. Okay, so... Season nine, I think, ended like years ago, mm. and I mean, they barely even have smartphones in this season. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're still rocking like
0: they, the razor flip phone. They
1: have a lot of flip phones. Do, 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 do. I remember that. I love them too. I love the flip phones. But it—it's it, been crazy. It's been great. It's been crazy. A lot of nuts. so stuff has been happening. It's funny because we began this this season. And a lot of the same stuff is actually happening that you kind of come to expect when you're watching Twenty Four, back uh-huh. like to back to back to back to back. I remember watching
0: that very fondly. Back yes. in the day
1: when I lived in Pleasanton, California, I, and you always harking back to that. I do.
0: I, was, I have a, it was it was a very fun time with uh, Mr. Pruitt, yeah, and I.
1: So. Yes, season. So this last season has been nuts. I, I, I think Jack is gonna have a, a panic attack. <laughs> I mean, everybody, every time it gets close to the end, a bunch of people that are like, ah, oh, happily ever after. Just kidding. I, I, I would say, I think go Jack. Uh, Jack deserves.
0: It was like season four or five where he was pretty messed up in terms of the old panic attack thing. I
1: mean, he he was struggling. He was he was on the struggle bus. Steve, Jack deserves a like a year long Hawaii vacation on the the government
0: tip, along with those fun little mixed drink cocktails with the little straw
1: hats and umbrellas. That's kind of what I'm trying to describe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no he he deserves a lot of that. Um but I'm telling you they they keep on using the same formula but everybody acts so well mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter that's the same formula. Oh, it's formula. great. It's one of
0: the best shows oh, ever. Man.
1: So you know who is the actor for the like the, the, the main CTU guy? He's the guy He's the bubblegum shrimp guy. Horse. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, Why am I drawing a blank? I know. I see his face. What's <laughs> it?
1: I remember. Forgot the actor's name. I don't know. Brett, you don't ask me his name. Okay. What's his I, name don't, I don't know. His, What's his I, name? I, I don't know. His What's his name? next name? But he does a great job. That dude's tall too. He's yeah. a tall man.
0: I, yeah. Uh huh. No, they've had a lot of good actors throughout the
1: and seasons. You know, you know who also was in it is uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, that I'm not as sold on. He does okay. He's like this up-and-coming CTU agent. Oh, okay. And he doesn't do a bad job. Okay. At first, I saw him like, oh, great, Freddy friggin' Prince Jr. And (laughs) then I see him, and he does a pretty good job. Well, that's good, Steve. That's real good. Otherwise, that's been bad pretty much. Yeah, we've been, um, after watching plenty of nonstop, action of 24, we had to settle down watch a little bit of nature shows. You know what I'm saying? Right. A little Our Planet from Netflix.
0: I watched an episode where all they did was show posies ah, for an hour, hour long. To, had to
1: calm down a little bit.
0: I now can tell the difference between a tulip and a hydrangea. By the way...
1: Speaking of Netflix, Netflix is making some controversial stuff, right? So I don't know about uh, much longer. I'm gonna hold on to my subscription, if you know what I mean. Steve, I Just kept telling you. telling
0: you for a while. That's precisely why yep. I canceled my Netflix subscription because Keeps saying this weird stuff. There, there has been a pattern that has emerged, unfortunately. Which uh. is, it's unfortunate because I am a fan of the platform. I think there's a lot of fun shows on there. But yeah, like the. Uh, that most recent one, I don't want to get too much into it, but I know what you're talking about. And the show is called something like Cuties or yeah. something like that. And Oof. It, I feel I feel like it's important to kind of spread
1: the word a bit. Where it's a little uh, dirty, it's is it a reality show? I, I didn't even want to even I don't know. I'm I, it looks like a real. I don't know. I saw a
0: clip where it's like I guess the show focuses on these nine year old girls who are into. Show dancing or something. show business yeah. yeah like they have a i don't know if they have a dance class i don't know what it is but like i saw a clip of it because it has been going viral and it's it's i guess it's a part of netflix original series and apparently the clip that i saw uh they're on some sort of stage they're dancing in front of other people or something like that but it's the dancing that's like i mean totally completely inappropriate for 9-year-old girls to be doing i mean even like totally inappropriate for like a 20-year-old girl to be doing you know it's it's, it's like the, the the kind of stuff like the expressions on their faces where their hands were going yeah. the gyrating Aye. and the body poses and stuff i'm like this is wrong this is this should this is not at all what should be makes uh, featured on Netflix. Makes regular MTV look pretty tame. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I was very... I mean, I didn't even sit through the the clip that was sent to me uh, from folks who were also outraged because I was like, I as uh, a dad of a daughter, I'm like, I can't sit through this. Like, I, I've seen enough. I don't want to see any more. This, uh, this is enough. So, you know, I think it's important that folks out there... Are made aware that this stuff exists, and I really encourage everyone to be proactive in contacting Netflix, whether it's on Twitter or other forms of social media and stuff, and just voice uh, your your opposition to having "quote unquote"
1: entertainment that is like yeah. that. Well, the thing is, I think people have because I actually saw an apology, and I can't quote it verbatim, but Netflix did give an apology, but it was kind of like "sorry, not sorry." <laughs> kind of apology. They're like, they go, oh, we didn't mean to offend anybody, even though this show's gotten a bunch of awards and y'all should see it, but we're sorry we sent it out. You're like, wait, wait, what? And so, I mean, apparently, who uh, people different than I <laughs> like yeah. the show and are praising it, but...
0: It's like one of those, like, classic social media sorries or apologies where you're just like, you're not apologizing. Yeah. And so, anyway. Good. It, it's the whole, the more you know. We'll squeeze into some spandex because it's time for the Topic of the Day! topic of the day is Marvel's Avengers, the game first impressions. I wanted to start off this segment by letting you know, Steve, that I actually almost worked on that game. I know. And I thought it'd be fun to be able to share with the rest of our listeners that um, <laughs> it was really funny. I was approached to actually take on a lot of the uh, the marketing art for that game as well as um, some of the the visual effects um, as it applied to the um, the like the HUD and the UI and all that kind of stuff and um, the uh, at the time the uh, the position that, I, that they were were offering I, I actually turned it down and then we talked again a bit later f- about possibly doing some some uh, uh, contracting kind of stuff that would be more in line with with giving me more flexibility and that sort of thing and ended up not working out and, but I mean, you know, no hard feelings or anything. I mean, that's just kind of what happens. But It's interesting to, to be able to finally have the game in hand and be able to see what they have been working on for the past several years. And in fact, when I went to San Diego comic con, they had a booth there as well. And they were promoting the, the game. And so it was fun to kind of like see what they were, were working with and that sort of thing. So now here we are. And, uh, Take it away, Steve. I'd like to hear from you uh, what your first impressions are since you have played it uh, significantly more than I have.
1: Well, I I know there was a demo that came out, and I purposefully did not get the demo because I just really wanted to be... I wanted to take the game all in from the get-go. I didn't want to have any opinions. But I I have to say, I'm a little... I wish this was like a... Like an Xbox Live title or like a download title that was probably not sixty bucks, because mm. the game does feel a bit incomplete. Um, I didn't read anything about it; I just came into it with a completely clear conscience, and I, I it just feels like the game is unfinished. It's not necessarily bad, but it's definitely not good. Mm. I I feel like. They, they they may have rushed it out a bit, or they have maybe maybe the game is going to have a bunch of DLC later. But it, I started playing it, and it and then beginning is so slow, and I started really thinking like, oh, I want to play something else. <laughs> I just got this game, and I want to play something else. And then it gets good, and that was short lived, and then it gets slow again, and, I, and like now, I mean, I'm I'm part, I'm. I'm not sure how far I am. But you basically start out as this non-Avenger. Right. Kamala Khan. Yeah. And she's lovable and she's nice and she's cute and she's whatever. You no, know, she's just a fan of the, of the Avengers. Well, and I
0: think in the comic books, she is Miss Marvel. Is she Miss Marvel? I think so. Which is, I mean, not to be confused with Captain Marvel. Those are two totally different characters. Right. But I'm pretty sure that's who she is.
1: Okay. So anyhow, I... <laughs> i d I'm not I don't know about this character. All I know is that she's like she you you start out as her and she's just a little fangirl of the Avengers and she just seems like she, <laughs> she's she's missed incredible. I mean she stretches and her fists grow big and her yeah. feet grow big, but it's kind of cartoony. It doesn't really seem that Fun. I mean, it's fun, I guess. I don't know if fun's really the right word. But then I think they they try to overbalance the game a bit because you uh, later on you become Hulk or you can control the Hulk. And I think, all right, right, let's go. Hulk smash. I want to bust through some walls. I want to pick up some trucks and throw them. I want to do this, that, the other. And that doesn't happen at all either unless you're watching a cutscene. And so you're the Hulk, and you're like this indestructible being, and we've all seen the movies and read the comics. And then you fight these little robots that come up to you, and if they have like a light shield, (laughs) some flimsy light shield that maybe would stop bullets, but not the Hulk, you can hardly even like do anything to them. Like the game makes you... Harry or get behind them to do any sort of damage. And so that makes you like it as the Hulk. And you think, okay, well, whose idea was this? Like, I want to like stampede, I want to be the juggernaut. Right. Crying out loud. And I can't. And so Kamala Khan, who's this, you know, teenager, does almost just as much damage as the Hulk. And I kind of so that's a little bit deflating there. Um so but the game just kind of continues on. Like that, I just found Iron Man, and it's just taken a while for the story to really go anywhere, to 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 develop interest. Um, and at first, like the level design looks poor, and then it looks good, and then it looks poor again, and then it looks good, and it does this back and forth. I don't know, and, and but one thing that stuck with me when we were talking about this. Batman, Arkham Knights, that's coming out. And we were talking about how... The the Gotham Knights? Or, 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 yeah, Gotham Knights. And how some of the voiceover work doesn't necessarily coincide with what's happening on screen. Like, if they're... Oh, coincide? Yeah. So, if someone is about to die. And you're like, oh, well, that was close. (laughs) Hi, well, what are you doing tonight? Sort of thing. And like, just frivolous, whatever. Like, okay, we're just going to talk. That's exactly what happens with Kamala Khan, where at some point... Like, she is devastated, and that's like, oh, hey, I'm on the Avengers, Kamara, hey, what, what's going on? And then you're like, okay, you were in sobbing in tears, and then a split second later, like, who cares? And then at one point, you're like, I don't know what to do with myself, and now you're like just des- destroying everything and loving it. And I don't know, it's like this emotional roller coaster with Kamala Khan, so, I don't know. I, it's hard to kind of get behind anything, Of the Mm. game, it doesn't look bad though. I mean, it doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel finished, and it doesn't feel like it's as good as I was hoping or want it to be.
0: I have heard from multiple sources that the the campaign itself is actually really good, and maybe as you play along, maybe you'll you'll experience that for yourself. I'm 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 definitely curious to, to know for sure how you feel about it by the time you reach the end of the campaign. However, I have heard that the in game portion, like the multiplayer or whatever it is, that's the part that's really rough. Um, and I know that crystal dynamics has already come out and said that they have this whole roadmap in place for being able to, to um, on a, a periodic basis update and, and fix a lot of stuff and have a bunch of DLC. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that gets ironed out for me, I haven't made it that far. I I got past the initial part of of being at kind of like the Marvel fair that you start out with, and I really like um, Kamala's dad. I think he he's a just a, a great father figure, and and I, I I'm glad that like they did take time to flesh out the relationship between the two. Just because I think that it's too easy to be able to just focus on the heroes and that's it, and and in this kind of situation, it did add a bit more of a. Um, I don't know, like like a down-to-earth feeling when it comes to the cities and that sort of thing. Because I, I will say, I, I think that too often the the cities or the environments that, that you play in, whatever the game may be, they seem to be kind of hollow and empty because it's like a bunch of empty buildings and that sort of thing. But it's nice to have this in place. I did get farther in where like I, I made it through the whole golden gate bridge sequence, which was fun. I mean, I must say, i like the idea of being able to switch uh, back and forth between the characters. And I made it to when, where we are in her, her house, I guess. And then she crawls out the window and that's basically as far as I got. Like I, I that, that's, that's the extent of, of, my, my experience with the game. However, I do think that there was enough experience through that duration where I was able to play as Captain America, as Thor, as the Hulk, Black Widow. I wasn't able to, to do any fighting with, with uh, Kamala yet, but, um, you know, Iron Man in there as well. One of the things I noticed early on was the combat got to feeling a little bit laborious. And I think that was kind of a yellow flag for me because, that's kind of the the game loop, right? Is is you want the combat to feel really satisfying, and in times it was it, like I, I did feel as though there were moments where like the the combat did feel good, but there were other times, like for instance, like playing as Iron Man, for example, I love the idea that you can um, fly through the game. You, you you have your moments where you can hover, you can descend, but in terms of the actual like fighting abilities, I felt like, like maybe he felt like underpowered. And I don't know if that is due to the fact that they do have a lot of armor upgrades. I've heard that like, there are all kinds of costumes that you can unlock. And I think that there may be some sort of, um, abilities or, or, um, I don't know, different types of, uh, superpower upgrades
1: that could be, so you can get other equipment that's upgradable, uh-huh. but it upgrades your stats. Okay, so like strength and strength, defense, agility, range, attack. Yeah, but my my qualm is that okay. Like every I think you have to get different costumes at different points in the game, or after you achieve a certain level. Mm. But you're getting equipment throughout but it's like okay you got a, you got arm bracers and you okay great oh crypto arm bracers and then yeah. like you know then your character doesn't look any different or oh. like oh like you know you get different chest armor you're like okay cool i got different chest armor but then it doesn't show like anything so i've seen videos where the costumes are different right That's that's well that's what i said is after a, you reach a certain level they'll give you like a different costume oh, or okay. you get to a um, yeah so they'll just that, that's just something they hand to you yeah but there's other like sub um, armor sub equipment that you can upgrade and whatnot but it has no visual effect on your character whatsoever yeah which is kind of unfortunate because i like all that stuff like if you get equipment like oh this is really good you're like okay let's equip it and then nothing ever changes with you you think okay what how, what, how cool well, is that supposed to be
0: and there? going back to ghost of tsushima that's what they do really well right, right. Is there there is a plethora of different types of outfit changes that you can do. And it's very satisfying to not only have um, the aesthetic change, but also too, you can upgrade any one of those aesthetics and have different types of attributes applied to your characters. And so that's, that's really fun. You know, what was really funny was as I was playing as Thor, I, I had my volume turned up pretty good in here and I realized, and I could be wrong. But I was listening to the sound effect that they have for his hammer. When you are smacking people around, it sounds like one of those red rubber handballs that you would use at school to like knock against a wall. It, You know, those big yeah, red yeah, balls? Yeah. It sounds like someone is taking like their fist and smacking one of those red balls against the garage door or like some wall or something where it goes boom, boom boom, boom. like, if you, the next time you play it, I want you to listen to that sound effect. I really do think that there, there must be some sort of Foley artist that recorded that sound and maybe it's not like by itself. Maybe they have other sounds in there as well that they combine for whatever it is. All of a sudden I was like, Oh my gosh, I am literally. I'm no longer using Thor's hammer. I'm using some sort of like. They could easily if like if they replace the the prop of the hammer with one of those elementary school red balls that you play handball with or whatever,
1: it would totally work with him like throwing that at that his at his adversaries. But I will tell you another little issue I have is the enemies. Like I'm fighting the same enemies again and again and again. There's waves of the same, and they're mostly just robots. Like oh, I'm fighting. It's kind of a bummer. I'm I'm literally, but I'm probably about ten or twelve hours into it, and I'm fighting nothing but robots. And some of them are pretty big, but they're just robots. I've fought in one like super villain so far, but that's it. Every every time there's an enemy, it's like okay, here's a wave. Robots, finish it up. Flip a switch. Another wave of robots. Finish it up. You know, do something else. Another wave of robots. And so it just it just leaves a little bit to be desired. Sure, yeah. because you want to see different enemies. You want—I mean, there, there's other enemies that are in the Marvel universe that I'd love to see swarms of them too. Yeah, but there's just not.
0: Yeah, um, I have heard that same comment uh, from other folks as well, where there's not a there, there's not a sense of satisfaction after a while because they're just robots. It's yeah. like. I, I think one of the things that one of the trends I've noticed with movies and games is when you have a game like this, there tends to be this, I don't know, like, like uh, the, the, the enemy type gravitates towards cyborgs or robots, whatever. I think it's because it's becoming kind of like the safe enemy to use because Who's going to get offended if you're using robots? Nobody, and I think therein lies a bit of a challenge because there's not any kind of emotional response. It's more of a nuisance, really. But if I were to look at, like, for instance, like like Batman: Arkham Knight, or like, let's just say the Arkham series, you as Batman come across several of his his Villains, um, throughout throughout any one of those games, and it's really satisfying because it keeps things fresh. You're going up against someone who has screen presence, who has that commanding presence, who has um, a whole different set of fighting abilities that you have to figure out and, and outsmart, and that sort of thing. And I don't know, like like there's just you feel satisfied with those types of villains because. Any, I mean, just to see one is uh, very much a payoff. And I think when it comes to the Avengers, obviously the Avengers have um, all kinds of different enemies. And I think it would have been nice to have, I, I think in, this, in terms of this particular game, Ultron, I think, is kind of the main baddie, if I'm not mistaken. That's why you have all the robots in the game. I don't, and again, I haven't played enough of it to really have a, a firm grasp on it but I would have liked to have seen um, kind of a a variety of different types of well-known foes that make appearances throughout the game. Again, I'm just saying that as a speculation based off of what you just told me, because I haven't played very much of the game itself, but I seriously doubt that like Thanos, for example, is in this game. (laughs) I don't think he is. One of the things that I will say, I had a bit of a concern about, when this game was previewed was how there was a conscious decision with the art direction of the heroes to actually not base it off of the MCU likeness of their counterparts. I think that was a mistake. I think that when it comes to Captain America, the Hulk Thor, all of them, Tony Stark, you want to actually leverage all of um, the the time that, that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has spent over the last 10 plus years in having the, the viewers form a bond and also a, a mind's eye um, knowledge of what those characters look like as it applies to the movies. And I think that it was a bad call to go the original route and and I, I respect the fact that they wanted to be original. I respect the fact that like they wanted to like have their own kind of look, but I found myself, you know, as an end user, as a gamer wishing that the Iron Man that I saw on screen was the Iron Man from the movies. I found myself wishing that Steve Rogers was the Steve Rogers from the films that I was able to control. Um, you know, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I wanted to see Scarlett Johansson in the game, which, I mean, I got to say, the the game's graphics are actually really pretty. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with the, the fidelity of what I've seen so far. It's not an ugly game by any stretch. I mean, everything has got, at least from from what I have seen, it's got a lot of polish to it. So, but I, but having said that, and again, this is just my opinion, and I want to know what you think, but like I just I wish that we could have had the the
1: movie actors likenesses applied. I can see that. I mean, I would want that too, but I that would be a ton of money that the studio doesn't have to get the the actors or maybe even like scanning their faces or something in there. I I don't think that would even, but see, they're partnered with Marvel. Like
0: Marvel's the one who I'm, and I am sure that they've got some kind of contract signed where, when it comes to other things that have um, nothing to do with film, like toys, video games, all that, that, like the merchandise type of stuff. Surely they've got, and again, who owns Marvel Disney. So somebody somewhere must have something that is signed, sealed, and delivered that states, yes, we
1: can use it in these types of instances. But if it was Scarlett Johansson but without Scarlett Johansson's voice, then there'd be something big missing as well. True.
0: And, that, and that's, you know, you bring up um, something else that I think is um, worthy of making an additional comment, which is like, yes, if you were to do that, then yes, you would... I, me personally, I would want to have all those actors come in, do the VO work, have their likenesses used. I mean, go the full nine yards, right? Like we, like I, I want to, to have that type of experience where then I'm no longer a passive viewer watching one of the movies. I now get to control Robert Downey Jr. I now get to control Scarlett Johansson, you know, so on and so forth. Because that's, that's I mean, who wouldn't? Like, who, who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want to have um, the the opportunity to be able to to control those types of characters, be able to have their own kind of MCU experience? So, but having said that, I don't think that, that their decision to go the way they went, I don't think it ruined the game by any stretch. It's just kind of a, a side response that I had where I was like, huh, okay, you know, it is what it is. And I mean, all of the voice actors that they did hire and use, they're like the best in the industry. I mean, I, I recognize quite a few of them from other games. You know, it's like, I don't want to like slight their involvement or, or their contributions at all because they're doing really, really great. I think it's literally me, if I'm being completely honest, it's a byproduct of being subjected to 20 plus Marvel movies and seeing these actors over and over and over again who have embodied these roles.
1: Yeah, that's a blessing and a curse. I mean, I felt the same way with Thor. I mean, I haven't seen him much on screen because he doesn't come back until what I've heard later. But... The voice actor for him sounds like, "Ah, oh, I just came from medieval times and now I'm the voice of Thor." So sort to of think <laughs> like, "Nope, I can't do it. I don't I don't need him to be Australian."
0: <laughs> well, but, but I th- I think it's a but, strong testament to Chris
1: Hemsworth right. because it's like, "Man,
0: he was successful in putting on a persona like that that was not an easy one to do like like it could have very easily been hokey cheesy laughing right. off the stage type of approach to thor because thor is a type of character like that where like if done wrong it, he he just comes across as a really campy character yeah but chris was actually very successful in his interpretation of the character where he's badass when you see him on the screen like every time you see him you're like wow like yes there's Thor, you know, and I think that, that that you touched upon that where it's I don't think it's anything horrible or bad in this game, but it does tend to lean in that direction where you're kind of like,
1: yeah. So how fast or slow are the loading times for you? I haven't really noticed long loading times. I have. Because I'm on a
0: PS4 Pro and you're just on a normal PS4. Yeah.
1: Like I'm sitting there, I die. And then I sit there. Well, I, you shouldn't sit there, Steve. Uh, you got to move around. Yeah, exactly. I have to go. I, I think I probably have to. I have to go down and get a glass of water and come back up. But then I'll die again. Then I'll start vacuuming the room or something, Shh. and then you know <laughs> I'll die again. Okay, let's go dust. Okay, uh, give my wife a kiss. <laughs> oh, back to the game. To me, it is a while. Like it's a, it's probably a minute in between. Like if you're dying. And then you have to respawn. And you're sitting there. I mean, later on in the game, you can you can you can have the other characters come join you. And so when you're about to pass out, they can come revive you, kind of like Gears of War style.
0: Isn't this game going to be one of those that will be enhanced if you play it on like an Xbox Series X
1: or a <gasps> I PS5? Don't know. I'm guessing so, but I don't know. I want to say it is. So anyway, if you don't have one, like I don't have one. You are going to have to be subjected to all the, like, the, the fighting stances of all the characters again and again and again. Kamala's going to put her fists up. Rawr. Hulk's going to yell at you. Rawr. Oh, the slow motion the stuff. Slow motion yeah, during the stuff. loading ah, Thor's going to get his hammer and then get all lightningy, And then, like, you <laughs> know. <laughs> like I, I, it's cool in the beginning, I'm like wow, that those look cool and reminds yeah. me of the Batman stuff. Yeah, yeah. After about the hundred twentieth time, you don't care so much. You just want to get back to the game. The loading time takes a while. Well, and I honestly, I think it, it's. I mean, when when you think of the
0: game, the game was released, like literally a few months before the next gen consoles come out. And I, and I think that that's just kind of one of the, one of the unfortunate things of, you know, regardless of whether you have a normal Xbox one or you have a PS four, those systems originally debuted in 2013. I mean, it's been a long time. And Mm -hmm. so I think even when it comes to an upgraded system, like a PS four pro or Xbox one X, you're going to have shortened load times, but, but those load times, I mean, they were there. I mean, whenever I, I think I, I died a couple of times and, yeah, I mean, and I thought the loading screens were really nice. I was like, oh, I had the same reaction as you. And I didn't, I mean, I, I thought that they were there. I didn't think that they were short, but I didn't think that they were long either. And I think it's just because I have the Pro. I've got the Pro. Having said that, though, if you were <laughs> to play it on like a PS5, yeah. uh, then
1: I think probably, yeah. probably there probably won't be hardly any loading mm. times. Probably not. You know, one thing I hope they change up in some of these action games is when you have to jump to another ledge or like wall climb or something yeah. like that. I'm hoping that's going to change where it's not so obvious. Like, yeah, you can jump <laughs> two stories, but because there's not a flat surface and not a, like an exact something you can grab onto. Yeah. You're up a Creek. What to do? You know, I'm, I like the days of like Witcher where, okay, there's a rock, but and yeah, it's kind of oblong, but you can just jump on it and yeah, you're good. Or even like Far Cry, you could do the same thing. But Horizon like, Zero Dawn is
0: a lot like that too.
1: So, but a lot of these games, you know, Star Wars is maybe kind of like that. Well, Star Wars did a really great job with it, where you're the Hulk and you could jump really high, or Kamala can stretch really far. And but if it's not the exact ledge that they want you to, yeah, you're SOL. Well. Yeah, I'm sorry, you fell to your death. You know, I and I that's getting old because now I'm looking for like yeah okay, that panel has scratches on it. So I bet I can climb it. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what would be a a nice option for that would be to literally have the option to go in and turn that on or off. Because I I know what you mean, where you want to be able to have more freedom. And And honestly, I think that's where the open world genre is starting to really come into its own, honestly, because f- at least fr- from the very limited amount that I play of this game, it looks like it's very much on the rails. Like you can't just go anywhere you want to go. Like they they, they have um, created and curated this this pathway for you to go. And th- I mean, that, that's okay. Like you can do that. But having said that, like I, I think you run into issues like what you're describing, where you can only like, if you find like, I think it's the like uh, a red... Uh flat surface or something that's an indicator to let you know, yes, you can jump from there to another place or whatever it is, as opposed to more of like the open world style of games where like if you're playing red dead redemption two, for example, I mean, you can go pretty much anywhere and climb pretty much anything and they don't even have a lot of the, the fancy schmancy uh, superhero abilities and that sort of thing. But um. Yeah, I I I think I'll have more conclusive opinions about the game as I I go along and play it. But I'm I'm for this, you know, for for what what I've played up to this point, um, I think that there are certain things that are polished. I think also too that that there was. Um, probably a lot of pressure on Crystal Dynamics to be able to create the kind of game that got the Marvel seal of approval because it's their baby, right? Like they're, they're going to be uh, very opinionated about um, how their characters are represented and what the story's about and that sort of thing. And, and they should be, they, they, they have the every right to be that way. Um, but I'm curious to see like how the rest of it plays out. Again, as I mentioned before, I've heard from multiple people that the the campaign itself is actually good. Like, like the story is good. It's fun to play through. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing more about what you think as well as you make your way through
1: the game. I would say to folks, if you're interested in the Avengers and you're also interested in getting a next gen title, I would feel okay if I were you to wait till the system comes out before getting the game because the game's going to look better and it's going to run better. And quite honestly, so far I haven't, you know, I want to feel like these characters that I love to watch on screen. And so far, even though it's cool, it's not awesome. And I, I, I wouldn't really feel compelled to spend like the 60 bucks on day one, like we did to go out and play the game. And it, and it just kind of feels to me very average. Mm.
0: Yeah. That wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Make sure you tune in next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm, which is spelled J-O-Y. G-A-S-M and consider becoming a monthly contributor. You'll get exclusive perks and early access to the show, not to mention it really helps us continue doing what we love to do. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. Last but not least, search Joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30pm Central Time. We'll see you all next week.